Welcome to the Rambling Viking Podcast. Cast, 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 cast. I am your host, producer, cameraman. There's no camera. And special guest, the Rambling Viking himself. Glad to have you here. Today marks August 1st and the start of the carnivore diet. Those couple listeners I have, uh, I'm sure if you've heard the last few episodes, I've mentioned it here and there. So there's this interesting thing going around. If you want to know more about it in depth, look up Dr. Sean Baker and specifically his podcast with Joe Rogan. If you really want to get kind of a condensed couple hours of listening, you can kind of get a snapshot of it. But pretty much begging the question. So we always look at diet and we always say, all right, so you have your meat group, you have your grains, you have your fruits and vegetables. And it's always been one way. Oh, go more fruits and vegetables, go less meat, go less sugars, go less. Well, first and foremost, talking diet, get rid of processed foods, right? So go process, go bye-bye. Processed foods, refined sugars, things like that. Get those out of the way. Okay, cool. So we're talking more healthy now. So usually people cut fat, people cut carbs, and or at least carbs, you know, depending. But we'll do all that. And that leads them to, generally it leads you in the direction of vegan, right? Uh, meat, recently, a couple, I think a couple years ago, got classified as a, was it a type 2 or class 2 carcinogen? So it's like up there with cigarettes, which I just think is asinine. And this carnivore diet is sort of proving me correct in that sense. Me, I talk like I'm the leader of this. Not at all. No, I'm a follower totally. It's proving those people who have kind of been uh, the icebreakers for it correct. In the sense of they took our diet and said, okay, okay, okay. We're always looking at meat, but it's always in conjunction with something else. So it's in conjunction. So maybe the combination of what's in the meat and the carbs, because meat is one of the most nu- – is like is the most nutrient-dense food you can get, meaning it has – Mm, I'm going to misquote this 13 of the essential amino acids usually or like nine of them. Whereas if you have to go to the plant products more or non-animal based, then you're going to have to, it's, it's a lot more work to get all those essential amino acids and proteins and things. And I do have a, a, a buddy of mine I follow and he's, he's vegan and fall for vegan athletes. I'm not sitting here saying veganism doesn't work. It's not a good thing. No, it helps millions and millions of people. And that's the big trend among the athletic community is I'm um, be a vegan athlete now, which I think is really, really interesting. And I say, go for it, go for it. But what I'm, I'm talking on the flip side of things where they say veganism is this holier than thou way that's better than everything else. And they say, whoa, diet is so multi diet is kind of like intelligence, right? It's not single faceted, meaning this one way, it is in certain ways, right? Like you can just be stupid all around and not get anything that works. But a lot of times you have, it, it works across the spectrum where you have people process differently, think in different ways. And I mean, a lot of times people always like to go to, well, Einstein failed out of math class. He's one of the smartest people of our time. Like examples like that. And I deal with it personally with my sister who struggles academically, but the thing is, she's not stupid by any means. You talk to her, hang around her. It's like, oh, you're not dumb at all. And it's like, and she works really hard. And so it's, and what they found out is that her her filing. So if your brain's your filing system, filing system processing center, 
just functions differently. Differently in the sense of, I think we'd all agree when you're taught in school, it's single faceted, right? Functions differently. And so this, getting back to my main point, is kind of how diet works in a lot of ways. Like there's more than one way to health, I guess. And a good example, anecdotal, but Sam Harris, well-known atheist, he tried a, a very serious vegan diet and it, it all, it pretty much hospitalized him. Like it put him, it put his health in a dire, dire situation. So it's interesting. And then what we've seen with Jordan Peterson is he went completely carnivore just a few months ago and his daughter has been completely carnivore, meaning only meat. That's it. And it is, it is completely walked back all their autoimmune problems. Like you can see a physical difference. Look up Jordan Peterson one year ago, like a picture of him and look up picture of him now and you'll see a visible difference. Now, if you can see an actual video clip, you'll see how he, how he talks, how he carries himself. It's incredible. But he also was on Joe Rogan recently, and they talked really heavily on his diet. Normally, it talks ideals and different things, but they talked really about the diet and, and the ins and outs of it. And the crazy thing is people always say, okay, what about your vitamins? Particularly, they say vitamin C. And vitamin C is used to help metabolize glucose. So you're really not intaking glucose, so you don't need vitamin C, is the findings. I'm just reporting the findings. I had a great guy come back with great questions. They said, what about overuse, over, over, um, over ingestion of protein, which always leads to, well, not always, but but can lead to protein buildup in the colon, putrefaction, and then boom, cancer or just disease. And what they found out is that they studied soy versus meat protein. And so soy protein is what you get from eating vegetarian, vegan. It was like 80, 70 or 80% of soy protein makes it to the colon and sits there. It was like 18% of that protein was meat protein. Oh, I said that wrong. So of the protein that would sit in your gut, like 80 per, or it was, it would have been 78% was soy and 18%. That's not right. 82% was soy. Math is hard. Stay in school, which is funny because what's what we're going to get to. And then 18% was animal products. So conclusion is your animal, the animal product protein gets absorbed. Soy, not so much. Very interesting study, but once again, Sean Baker explains it all better than I do, and I'm sure I'm going to screw something up. And notice he's a doctor. He is an orthopedic surgeon. He's also a former strongman. So, yeah, I, I challenge you, look into it and give it a try. And everyone's so, we've been taught one way. So first and foremost, we've started the foundation here. We're going to talk food. So I was going to talk, do you need to go to college? But it looks like we're talking this diet and food. So that's what we're doing, folks. Hang in there with me. Strap on in because here we go down the rabbit hole. So somebody's home. He's home. Anyways, back to talking to this microphone. Oh, no. <laughs> he just kicked something and fell. <laughs> oh, my roommate came in the other room. This is funny. Sorry about that, folks. Total derailing of thought, right? So we have to go back to our foundation. What we know now is when we first started pre preaching food pyramid and things like that and healthy eating way back in the day, 
so much was wrong and so much misinformation, intentional misinformation. So propaganda, I guess, is intentional misinformation. It was big wigs in the food industry that didn't want to that wanted to they paid to push this certain agenda when it actually we knew it wasn't right and it wasn't healthy. And that's what we're finding out now is like, wow, so you mean like the old school food pyramids, stuff that was taught in like the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, even the 90s, early 2000s. I learned it in school and not only in my 20s was wrong. Like grains being the foundation of your diet, wrong, because that's carbs, <laughs> you know. And then, and what they're finding out is just it's totally different. And so basically, we're kind of almost at a reset button. We're almost at a ground zero where we're totally reevaluating diet and everything. We had veganism pick back up. So first and foremost, we're, we're coming from a, a place of, and then and obviously, uh, diet is so variable, heavy that it's like, how can you even look at? You say, oh yeah, meat's the problem with this. And it's like, okay, so you, you, it's these polls that ask people, you eat meat? What do you, you know, how much you eat, how much meat do you eat? And, and they're not just eating meat. A, they're eating like fried and, you know, just this, it's not cooked right, you know, heavily processed uh, meats, you know, that was basically from corn fed beef and all this crap, you know, hormone injected type of stuff. The fast food type meat, it's like not real meat, not good for you. High pepper. And, Mm, sorry, I have Tourette's. No, I was saying hello to a dog. Anyways. And then they also, in conjunction, eat all these carbs. You're eating biscuits. You're eating gravy. You're eating mashed potatoes. You're eating all this crap with it. And you're eating sweets, too. And they're like, oh, yeah, meat's the problem. It's it's the common link here. And it's like, whoa, correlation does not equal causation. And why aren't you looking at every aspect of their diet? You should look at you should take put people on an only meat diet and see how they do an only potatoes diet, an only bread diet, or at least a 90-10 or an 80-20 heavy. And they're not doing that. And so basically we're trying to have to walk back, kind of like when someone's like, Oh yeah, I'm a salesman, you like put up all those walls, like nope, 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 because we're all anti-salesman. Like I'm a car salesman, like immediately distrust, immediately don't try and sell me this. Stop upselling me, quit lying to me, you're dishonest, you're all this crap. And it's like, holy junk, dude. And like it, to get him to get the back thinking he's a nice guy, you have to think, okay, he has to kind of walk you back through it, and you, you're gonna have to build up that trust essentially. And same, same as what's happening here is we're it's a total reevaluation of diet and looking at these carnivore diets and seeing people that it totally flips their lives around and living healthy. And another thing, I mean, another new thing they're finding out is we put all this weight in in cholesterol and how you know and how much of a marker it is, and we're finding that actually it's less of a significant market because you need cholesterol to one extent but it's also it also varies pretty crazily and that's the next thing people look at and it's like in the right context with the cholesterol it's fine for you but the problem is it's always been in this certain context where it's coupled with other things that actually make cholesterol bad so it's when you're seeing just the solely the cholesterol it's like oh it's not bad for you anymore and it's also not as as telling of a marker for for unhealthiness it's not a, not a reliable marker for for for, for showing us that. So that's once something else that we're seeing there. It's, it's just very, very interesting, but me and my roommates and then my girlfriend will jump in August 11th. And then my other buddy, he's already started it. Carnivore diets where I said, Hey, you can jump in for 30 days with me. I've seen some interesting stuff, pretty anecdotal. Some, some stuff based on studies, but in a day, this is ground level here. And we're just like, you know, turning the, flipping the table upside down totally flipping the script and saying, Let's try the exact opposite and see how this goes. And I wouldn't be trying this if I didn't, if there were super negative results or, or high risk things. But I've really all you see are 
They're all I've seen. I'm sure there are bad examples, like in everything. It doesn't work for everybody. It's not nothing's 100. percent Well, it. You know, you're. I'm hearing these wildly success, like these crazy success success stories. It's not like, oh, I felt a little bit better. It's like it turned me around off medication, doing this, 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 and that. I mean, you hear the same thing for diets like vegan. Really, what I'm coming at is there. There's several ways to to do this. And so do what works for you is what I'm learning about diet. Like to an extent, right? If you say I eat in Hershey's bars works for me. No, sorry, dude. No, no, no. Do what works for you. And I think the hardest thing for me is I have a really bad sweet tooth for the, and um, so this month I'm really going to have to learn to tone it back. Now here, once you can stop, once you can fight through the cravings for those, for having any of those at all, when you completely cut them out and go cold Turkey, you actually will feel better. Like, or you will, you feel better and you, and you won't have the craving then it's like, that would be nice to eat, but you're not like, Oh, I want to eat that so bad kind of scenario, which is where I'm at right now talking about it. And I want to go get a Hershey's bar or a cookie from insomnia cookie. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, sounds really good. Which by the way, I'm not the, I'm not going hundred percent strict on this because I, I understand where I'm at and with my job and just, just living life. Like I'd have to cook all my own meals and bring all my own food and just eat all it because it, Mainly barbecue places is the best place where you can get kind of just only get away with just eating meat and still kind of get full. And I'm bound to eat out a few times. And so, look, you know, once, twice a week, if I'm having like today, for instance, I had a little tiny cookie, but 95% of everything I else, that 5% of what I ate today. And honestly, it'll be kind of an own study in itself because it's like, all right, what if you go like 90 10 basically is what I'm looking at, or 95 5 and versus 100 and for some people like for jordan peterson he can have one thing off of his diet and it destroys him for a month it like it it just clocks cold clocks i'm like mike tyson just destroys him which is so interesting to me so so interesting but he has a very unique health situation so i think that's part of it so i'm interested to see all right what is this going to do for me you know, can I get away with a 95.5, still enjoy my, my little sweets here and there and stuff. But, you know, for 80 to 90% of the time, can I live with this? Because, like, another thing I love is cheese. Oh, I love cheese. And so that's another thing kind of looking at. And that's what Dr. Sean Baker talked about. I was like, hey, man, if you really like fruit or something, you know, just go meat only. But then slowly start to integrate it and see how it affects you. You know, if you want some fruit, oh, I'm going to have some berries every now and again now. And with this and, you know, I'm going to do whatever. Obviously, I'm not talking about <laughs> healthy additions. I'm talking about cookies and cake and things like that. So I'm talking about the sweet vices that are sweets. I have a bad sweet tooth. So, yeah, we're trying the carnivore diet. I challenge you. At least look into it. If not, give it a try. And uh, we'll kind of keep updated on how I feel and things like that. Uh, I'll tell you one interesting aspect is when you go to only eating this one type of thing, there's more diversity than you think. But it's like... If you're used to, for somebody who likes variability, especially in their meal, I'll eat part of every piece of my plate of what's on my plate. And then I'll, I'll just kind of basically it's like a round robin kind of thing going around the clock until everything's gone. What up, dude? Dude, I just hammered down a giant steak. So I am stuffed, but appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I saw those in the fridge. I saw that in the fridge, too. Cool. You can cook me a pork chop for like uh, lunch tomorrow or whatever. I'll eat it for lunch. Oh, sweet. Sweet. Sounds good. There we go. We're trying it. He got the hookup. Got pork chops. But anyways, 
when you don't have that variability, like I like the, you know, you go, you know, kind of like mushy to salty and crunchy to sweet to this to that. And it kind of switches it up. It keeps you interested and you're able to eat more versus if you're only eating, like if all I'm eating is this giant steak, you're going to get sick of that same texture and flavor pretty soon. And also there's something about it just makes you more full outside of that. Like it just sits heavier. I, I probably, you know what it is? Probably being nutrient dense. It's dense. It doesn't, it's not, it's not empty calories. They're very, very full calories. That's what we talk about. So empty calories are basically, it's just a calorie. That's it. There's no, it's not, it's nutrient. It's hyponutrient basically instead of hypernutrient. It's, I think I just made up terms, but it doesn't contain a lot. It's it like, oh, it has this caloric value of this, but there's nothing valuable in it, right? So it's hmm, trying to equate it to something. It's really tough. But basically, you get the picture, right? And so and then this meat is all very, very dense nutrients, very dense calories. So that's what we're doing. It's going to be interesting. I would love if you try it to give me some feedback on Twitter, Rambling Viking. Do have a Patreon as well. Um, don't expect to get any money though. Cause I'm not very interesting. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed it though. Feel free. If you want to leave me a voice message, you can do that on anchor.fm and go find my page, but we're on all the major podcasting. Enjoy your day. Have a great day. Excited to be a carnivore in August. Go ahead and give it a try. Viking out. <laughs>